Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you here. We say, come and have your way. Thank you, Jesus, that you promise that it's good that you go away because you'll send us another. You'll send us the helper, your spirit, the Holy Spirit, to come and dwell inside of us. Jesus, pour out your spirit on all flesh this morning in this auditorium and on every person watching online. Pour out your spirit and fill us to overflowing with your very spirit, with your power, with your presence. We thank you for this very precious gift. Holy Spirit, we yield to you and we say, lead us. Lead us into the perfect world that our Father has for us, for our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Morning, Olive Tree. How awesome was that worship? Oh, my word. <laughs> it's glorious. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here with us. And that you will have your way with us and in us and around us. <laughs> so, yes, this morning I'm going to speak about God's perfect will for our lives and how to be led by the Holy Spirit in it. If you're new here today, please come and say hello to me afterwards. I really love to meet new people. And I want to hear a bit about your story. I'm going to tell you a bit about mine. So, guys, when I was 17, or maybe a bit younger, my teenage years, I really wanted to be a secret agent. I actually wanted to be, uh, I know maybe one or two of you might remember, in, in those years, light years ago, there was a program on TV called The New Avengers. And the main character was Purdy. Yes, you see, one or two, not you. You know who? <laughs> and uh, she was very good at martial arts. So she could kick really high. And I just wanted to kick high like her. So I spent my days trying to kick people in the face or in the throat. If you walk past me in the house, you will get like a, like just here or just here. And uh, I loved her character so much that I wanted to look like her. So I went and got the pretty haircut. Oh, you remember that too? <laughs> it was, if you can imagine. You put a ball on your head like this, maybe just a bit over your eyes like that. And then you cut all the hair off. It sticks out underneath. That was a pretty haircut. It was beautiful. <laughs> I wanted to be like her so much that I thought, well, what if I become an actress? Then I can kick people in the face for a living. <laughs> and I said to my father, I want to go study drama in Stellenbosch. And he said, drama? That's not a job. You won't go study drama. You'll go study something else. I'll show you drama. So anyway, I never studied drama. But guys, now I just want to be a secret agent for God. He has lined my desires up with his desires, and that is only because of the Holy Spirit that came and changed my desires to line up with his desires. Now the best day for me is when I see somebody give their life to Jesus, when somebody is filled with the Holy Spirit and praying in tongues for the first time, when somebody is set free from foul, unclean spirits and just healed and restored and made new in that moment, when I see him move in his love and in his power, that is the best day. There's nothing that compares to it. No job, no new car, no new salary, no trip overseas. Nothing compares to being used by God.
And there can only be one will. It can't be my will and his will. That will just frustrate me. It has to be one will. And you know, we, we often ask, but, but what if God had this amazing plan for my life and I somehow missed it? Or this is just too hard. This surely can't be his plan for my life. Or I should have been light years ahead by now. This is moving way too slowly. I'm sure I'm out of his will. Come, let's look at a guy in the Bible that's just like you and me, an ordinary person. We're going to read from Acts 6, from verse 1 to verse 10. For that, I need my eyes. So this is a story about Stephen, you probably know. Now in those days, shall I wait? I'll give you a moment. <laughs> now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, Seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom he may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip and Prochorus and Nicanor and Timon and Parmenas and Nicholas, the proselyte from Antioch. Yeah, it's going to take you a while. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Then in verse 8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then there arose some from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia and Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Isn't that amazing? Imagine, somebody comes to fight with you and argue with you, and you open your mouth, and they cannot find your words, they find it irresistible. They cannot resist what comes out of it, because it's anointed by the Holy Spirit, and you're speaking with his power. So when you open your mouth and say, Jesus loves you, those words will just be absolutely irresistible. That is what I desire. But let's just look at verse 3 again. Therefore, brethren... Seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, who may, whom we may appoint over this business. So we see, for as in a mundane job like that, the waiting of the tables, they required guys who were full of the Holy Spirit. And that just shows us that God wants us to be even the most mundane job that we do. We've got to do it to His glory. And when we do the most mundane thing to His glory, we are in the perfect will for our lives. And that is what we can do today. Today, in the job that we have, in the group of friends that we have, in the work that we do, if we glorify him in it, we are in his perfect will for our lives. I have come to realize that my secular job is purely there to set me up for what God's actually called me to do. And as I try and heal, lead, yield more to the Spirit and the leading of the Spirit, He takes us from the one step to the next. He always starts us with the most mundane. And, and as we glorify Him in it, we are made for His good pleasure and for His will. We are made in His image. So as we go about doing that very one mundane thing, we start to sound like Him. We start to look like Him. 
And he never sets us the 10 steps before. He, never, he only gives us the one step, that one thing in front of you. And that might just be to go and forgive that one person. And you know, with the season of looting, the first thing by that Wednesday, what the Lord just said to me, we've got to forgive. We cannot judge and we, we must forgive. Because if we don't, we will play into the hand of the enemy. So that is just something we've got to make up our minds and just do it. That quick, quick obedience. And, you know, it could also just be to go and give somebody a meal in this time, like we are going to do on Saturday, go and hand out some food. Or it could be to be patient with that co-worker that's asked you the same question for the third time. Guys, we need the Holy Spirit. And he wants quick obedience. He wants immediate obedience. If we wait too long, we wonder, should I, shouldn't I, ask Saturday, what am I going to do? You can actually talk yourself right out of the leading of the Holy Spirit. We don't see Stephen and the five or the six men here first go and say, well, thank you for appointing us. Uh, I just want to first go put out a fleece on this one, Lord. I will get back to you to see if I'm actually called to this mundane job of the serving of the tables. They just got on with it. And we see even by verse 7 already, many were added to their numbers. So when we get on with the most mundane thing, filled with the Spirit, led by Him, giving Him glory in the very, very first talk that's, that's placed in front of us, He will take care of adding to our numbers. Let's just look at verse 8. No, I'm going to tell you a story. I'll tell you a story about being obedient quickly in the moment. About two or three months ago, uh, I, was, I love to listen to Bible teachings in my car. And I heard this one teaching, and it really got me excited. And I, I remember saying out loud, <laughs> yes, Lord, send me. I will go, Lord. I will go wherever you send. Thinking, Botswana was nice and green. Really liked it there. <laughs> or maybe Malawi. <laughs> and uh, the next day, a friend calls me and says, I know of this family whose daughter is in real trouble. And uh, I think you you must please go pray for them. So I said, yeah, absolutely, I'll go pray with them. You can give them my number. The next day, the family got hold of me, and they said, um, please, will, will you come pray with us? We'd, we'd like you to come into our home and pray for us in our home. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll come to your home. Hey, we live in Kloof. And as I heard the word Kloof, I just thought, Kloof? But that's so far. <laughs> I don't really know Kloof. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit reminded me, I thought, you, I thought you said you'll go wherever I send. So, yes, of course, I would love to come pray with you in your home in Kloof. And you know what, guys, to be honest with you, the drive there was so easy. And Kloof is so beautiful. It reminded me a lot of Constantia. I had the most amazing time with these folks. In fact, I can't wait to go back. When I got into the car afterwards, I was just saying, yes, Lord, thank you for sending me to Kloof, Lord. The very next day, I get a call from a lady in Johannesburg. She's got a, I love her ministry. She's got a ministry of the Holy Spirit. And she says, would you come with me to go and minister? Yes, I would love to come with you to go minister in Afrikaans. Okay, I will find Afrikaans Bible. We can make this happen. In Standerton. We Standerton. <laughs> but you know what, guys? I can wait in that moment. I can talk myself out of it. And that job will be done. The Lord will use the next guy if I don't go. Uh, because his kingdom will come and his word will be spread. And many will come to believe. And either we can be part of it or we can sit on the side and say, Oh, not today, Holy Spirit, maybe not. Maybe next, maybe I'm not quite, maybe next year. 
And I will be the one missing out. I will be the one not seeing people give their life to Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, being delivered from foul, unclean spirits, being just completely made whole and, and healed in front of my eyes. And that is what the Lord has called us to do, just that very one mundane thing in front of us. Let's read verse 8 and verse 10. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. And then in verse 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. So see, guys, from the most mundane, guy, from the most mundane task, he moved in signs and in wonders. I believe the Lord wants every single person in this auditorium, every person watching at home, to move in signs and wonders. And when these signs and wonders follow us, when we open our mouths, the words that come out will be absolutely irresistible. And people will know that Jesus is the Son of God, the only way to the Father. He's the way, the truth, and the life. When I wrote this, I thought, well, when else did I see God move in signs and wonders? And then I remembered on Monday, there were a few of us together. There was one lady that was with us, and she battled with backache for two weeks. And on Monday particularly, it was quite bad. And she said, you know what, guys, I really need a miracle. You could see she was tired of the pain. And a few of them gathered around her, and literally they prayed for her. And literally a few minutes later, that backache left. Even the next day, she was saying, I can't believe it, my backache is still gone. And when I heard that, I said, yes, Lord, this is the church you called us to be, to move in signs and wonders at any moment, any time, anywhere, any place. There was no worship music in the background. There was no half an hour prayer meeting before. It just happened. He just moved in signs and wonders. And that is what he's called us to do. With this riot that happened two weeks ago, my husband's business got looted. And guys, they took everything, everything. They took the tools. They took the computers. They took even a chair. They took tables. And what they couldn't take, they broke. They left two arrows. Looters don't like arrows. <laughs> but I promise you, it felt to me like, oh, no, what do we do? And then on Sunday, typhoons started happening in China, and my business got affected. The boats couldn't get into Ningbo Harbor. They can't get out. They can't get loaded. They can't get offloaded. And three, like, massive problems it just came all in one day. And I thought I'd been kicked in the stomach. I really just thought, like, oh, I can't. I just can't. And I felt like, I remember seeing, like, roadkill. I felt like roadkill, like, kicked to the curb, like a dog just being left there to die. <laughs> and, you know, it sounds dramatic, but it's real, okay? And I cried, and I sobbed. I was like, <gasps> like an ugly cry, like snot in trana, crying, like I can't do this one day longer. Lord, take me. This life is too hard. I can't. And while I'm crying like this, I hear a voice. Hey, like if you just calm down, you might hear me speak. Hey, John the Baptist's head got chopped off. You still got your head. Rejoice in your trials. And I go, oh, okay, Lord. Thank you for this trial, Lord. Guys, I know that sounds severe, but the Holy Spirit has to speak to me like that because he's got to literally shake me out of that self-pity because that self-pity carries a foul odor with it. And it actually attracts fear, and it attracts anxiety. And he can't leave me there in that pool of my own tears, because 
He's got tables for me to go wait on. Full of the Spirit, moving in power. When I open my mouth, many will be finding my words absolutely irresistible. He cannot leave me there. And when I'm crying, I'm like, <laughs> thank you, Lord. He comes and he helps me. You are my beloved. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. You are the apple of my eye. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Surely I am your provider. <laughs> Thank you, Father. And I'm telling you guys, by Friday, I was like, Yes, Lord, you in me, Lord, I can do all things. You in me, your spirit in me, so big, I am so powerful, I could do whatever you send me to do, Lord. But guys, when I was in that pile, the Holy Spirit reminded me of the word. Those things that he spoke to me was the word of God. I had to place that word of God inside of me so he could bring it to my remembrance in the time of feeling so low and feeling so wiped up. If I hadn't read it, he, he can't remind me of something that I hadn't placed inside of me. And he says, open the word. And you know, once you've prayed in the spirit for a little while like that, you get so hungry for a word. And you're like, oh, let me just read a little bit. And then when I open it up and I just read one verse, it's like, oh, it's like Jesus sent me an email. He spoke directly to me. And you know, that one verse is so enough. It, like, it strengthens me so much. It can carry me the whole day just remembering that one verse. And he says, eat. Eat of my word, eat of my body, it's my word. Eat, strengthen, get strengthened. Spray in the Spirit, get filled with the Holy Spirit. Guys, I want to tell you, pray in the Spirit 20 minutes a day. I want to challenge you. Pray in the Spirit 20 minutes a day. Do this for 20 days. And tell me how different your life is. In the physical, not much might change. But in the Spirit, you will perceive things so differently. And you know, needless to say, by Friday... All Peter's staff had come to work, brought their own tools from work, started fixing and building and, fi and just getting on with it. They even got new jobs. They just got on with the old jobs, and life just moved on. The, one of my problems got solved, and you know what? The typhoon in China, that's also going to go away. He really wants us to be built up in him. And if you say, but I can't really hear his voice, his voice sounds like his word. Get into the word. So when he speaks, you will know, oh, that's him speaking. I can believe that because I've read that. That lines up with his word. That is certainly him speaking to me. There's also another way he speaks to us. Just by a gentle thought. You know, just a gentle, peaceful thought. The Sunday before the riots, we were knocking around the house and being pretty bored. And I was actually supposed to go get groceries, but I just thought, you know, COVID was running so hot. I don't want to go into the shopping centers when it's full. I'll go during the week. So Peter goes, no, 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 hold on, hold on. There's this app. We've never tried it before, okay? Let's try this app. I know you guys have been using it flat out. We're a little bit older, so we take a bit longer to get to know how things work and how to do. And you just go on it and you go, white bread. No, 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 maybe brown bread. Uh, chocolates. No, maybe, maybe apples. Anyway, you go through, it's actually amazing, okay? And you go through the whole list of the family. Eh, and I want this, no, 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 I want that. Okay, no, no, you can't have that. Okay, and, then, and literally an hour later, I think, I don't know how long, here, all this food arrives on your doorstep. It's amazing, okay? <laughs> Straight after that, we went for a walk on the beach with our dog. Now, we've never done that thing before, and 
after the walk, Peter says, let's go fill up the car with petrol. And I go, why do you want to go fill up the car with petrol on Sunday? Let's go home and chill. You can do it tomorrow morning on your way to work. He says, no, let's just go fill up the car with petrol. Off to the petrol station we went. We were the only car there. Went into the shop, got some more snacks, as we do. So anyway, we get home. The next morning, of course, the riots break out. All the shops are closed. Can't get any petrol anywhere. By Tuesday, Wednesday, we realize, oh dear, how long is this going to carry on? But you know what, guys? The Holy Spirit knew. We at that time knew that he was the one that led us there. He wanted us to be taken care of. He knew what was coming. He wanted us to have enough food to even to give away. I never had to stand in a queue. That whole week, I never had to stand in a queue. Enough petrol to, pay, petrol to go and go and support this one here, go and support that one there, because he knew that, sin, that gentle, soft voice of the Holy Spirit. And you know, when we pray in tongues like that, or when we get into the Word, what happens is that he just becomes bigger in me. When from the time he comes and lives in our innermost being, and as we pray in the Spirit, he starts to wash over our emotions. He starts to wash over my heart, and my desires become his desires. And he comes and fills my mouth, and he places his words inside of my mouth, and I speak directly to God. His very promises, his very goodness, his love for me comes and flows from my mouth in his language. And he comes and he washes over my thoughts, and my thoughts start to line up with his thoughts, and I get built up. And I get strong, and I go, yes, Lord, I can do this. Send me, Lord. I'll go to Standerton. <laughs> Guys, if you heard me this morning speaking about the Holy Spirit, and you go, wow, that sounds amazing. I would surely love to have that gift inside of me. And you wonder, but how do I get it? You get it by faith. The same way you receive your salvation is how you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus says we must be born again. We simply just must. And that means is to invite him into our hearts to come and be Lord of our lives. He will give us that precious gift. He will wash away our sins with his blood. He will make us an absolutely new creation. Born again, becoming spiritually alive, a way that we've never been before so that he can lead us and help us and strengthen us, so we can enjoy this beautiful, abundant life, he says, I want you to have, because I died for you. If you feel that you want to give your life to Jesus this morning, I want you to raise your hand. And yes, you guys at home, I can't see your hand, but Jesus can, and he will honor it. Don't worry about the guy sitting next to you thinking, oh, there goes a hand. This is the most important decision you'll ever make in your life is inviting him into your heart as your Lord and Savior. I want to lead you in a prayer. Let's close our eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us on the cross. Thank you, Father, that your word says that if we believe this with our hearts, that you are the Son of God, that you died for us on the cross, and on the third day you rose again. If we believe this to be true, and we confess it with our lips today, Father, we will be saved. Lord, today we say we choose to believe this is true, that you are the Savior of this world, the Son of God, the only living God, and we choose to serve you today. Come and live in our hearts. Forgive us for our sins, Lord. Wash us clean with your blood. Forgive us where we, where we 
worship false gods, Lord. Forgive us where we, where we didn't forget. Now, forgive. now that we are forgiven, Lord, we choose to forgive those that have hurt us. We choose to forgive those that have spitefully used us, those that have judged us. We choose to forgive them right now, Father, in your mighty name. Jesus, come and give us your Holy Spirit, this precious gift. Pour your Spirit into us. Fill us afresh this morning. Holy Spirit, come and strengthen us. Give us new hope. Give us your peace and your joy this week and for every other day to come. Lead us into that perfect will that God has for us. We yield to you. We say we want you to lead us. We will listen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that today we can say, I am a child of God because Jesus lives in my heart. I make you Lord of my life today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Amen. Thank you, guys. Folks at home, thank you for joining us. Be filled by him. Be led by him. Rest in him. Enjoy him this week. And for you guys that are staying behind, if any of you want prayer, please don't leave the auditorium without prayer. Come to the front for whatever. We will lay hands on you like they laid hands on Stephen and his friends. But do not leave if you feel that you have a hunger for him and you want more. Just thank you for being back in the building today. Yay! She is so great. So, so great. Uh, just for those of you watching, it's been so good having you. We, just to help you understand, we've spoken to all the things of God's will for your life, becoming like Jesus, manifesting the kingdom last week. We spoke about making disciples and worship. But the thing we wanted to speak about today was, I guess, the light, the thing that gives it all power, the Holy Spirit himself. And so this week, here's what we're trusting for. I'm trusting for people to come to the front and be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm trusting for those online. You ask Jesus now to fill you with your Holy Spirit, but I'm also trusting not that you, just that you would be filled, but that you would stay full and that you'd be led. And I believe that this week God will start to put thoughts into your heart and mind about what to do, next steps, to fill a grocery packet, to come with us to Key of Hope, to go to Ananda, but also to help build a factory next to you, to help get involved in people around you. I, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to good deeds that will glorify our Father in heaven and make men on earth see the Father through you. So I ask that you yield yourself today and let God fill you. To the stream, thank you so much for joining us. May God bless you. To those in the building, won't you come forward for, for prayer? We'd love to pray for you. May God bless you.